Hey guys, I just want to take a moment to thank today's sponsor. Sponsor for today's episode is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's where this podcast was made, and maybe that'll be where your podcast will be made. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, welcome to the show. My name is Michael Aceta. I am your host. Today we're going to talk about why your dog is stealing off the counter. Why is your dog stealing off the counter? Come on, guys. Your dog is stealing off the counter because they get reinforced for it. Just like me with cookies on the counter. There are cookies on the counter. I am going to eat them. I'm just going to. I have no (laughs) self-control. Right? So, if your dog is eating off the counter, it is way too accessible to them. There's also a lottery system involved if your dog is going up to the counter and there's nothing there. If your dog is just putting their head on the counter to sniff around and see, ooh, what's there, what's there, then your dog has gotten reinforced up to a variable reward schedule, which is insanely difficult to fix because it is so ingrained in them. That's why gambling is one of the hardest addictions to break. At some point, they're going to go, hmm, I haven't checked in a while. Let me jump up there and see if there's anything there. And if there is something there, they're going to get reinforced for it, and they're going to think it's fantastic. And then whatever time period that was, let's say you were really good for a week straight. You didn't leave anything on the counter for a week. Now your dog's going to go, all right, well, once a week, once a week I can check up there and there's going to be a pot of gold. That That is so difficult to fix. You have to be so consistent or, and there's a big or here, You need to teach your dog that although there is something on the counter, if you do not go for it, I will give you something better. I will give you something better. So, if your dog likes toys, this is where you pull out the toy. If your dog likes tug, this is where you play tug with him. If your dog loves hot dogs, this is where you bring out the hot dogs. So this is what you do. You set something up on the counter that isn't going to hurt him. And it's just far enough to weigh where they might can they can go up and see it, but they can't actually get it. If you have a small counter, I'm sorry, put it in a jar or something like that. Get it so that they really can't reach it. If your dog can swing their paw around, well, maybe you put it in a sink, right? You can put it in the sink as long as they can't get into the sink. I'm helping you brainstorm here. But either way, you got to figure out a way to get something desirable on the counter and out of their reach. They're probably going to jump up to sniff, and you're waiting for that. That's okay. And now I don't want you staring at them the whole time because they're going to act differently when you're not there. So just kind of go about your business, but always have an eye on them, especially when there's something on the counter. When they jump up, don't say anything. But you're going to have your treat ready, and you're going to have your clicker ready. As they go down off the counter, click treat. And that's it. You're going to do that several times. Now, you will notice they are going to jump up to jump off in order to get the treat from you. And that is okay for now. We're teaching them that the pause off the counter is the appropriate response, not pause on the counter. So the timing is important. We're rewarding them right, by the click because whatever happens after the click doesn't really matter. 
If their paws are on the counter, as they take their paws off, we're clicking, they go, okay, removing my paws from the counter is the best part. When they start to reliably do it, we could add a word to it. You can just say the word off. So their paws are up there. They go to jump down, click treat, do that a couple times. Now they're going up and you see them starting to leave. You say off, click treat. And then you just say it sooner or sooner in the sequence. Now, we've taught them that having their paws off the counter is good. But what about when we don't want them to go up on the counter in the first place? That's the second part of teaching this. You want your dog to look maybe, right? They bring their nose up, but they don't jump yet. Click treat. Nose up, click treat. And in this case, I would give them what's on the counter. You might be confused by that. Before, we were teaching them that they're not going to get the thing on the counter because their paws were on the counter. But when their paws jump off the counter, we'll give them something different. You're not going to get the thing that's on the counter. But what I'm doing here is saying, okay, if you do not go on the counter, I will give you what you are interested in. I will give you the highest value that you can perceive, which is the thing on the counter. So they look at it, right? I don't mind begging a little bit. That's fine. As long as it's an appropriate amount of begging. Because really all behavior is, is begging for a reward. Trying to do something to get a reward. Begging is just, you know, a bad notion to it. Because we think begging is beneath us. So your dog's sitting there then. And they're staring up at the counter. And they look back at you. And they're looking at the counter. And they look back at you. When they look at you, click, give them what's on the counter. As long as it's something appropriate that they can have, good. If it's not something that's appropriate that they can have, put a jar of treats on the counter. And when they think they're getting what's there, they're going to go, okay, well, this is the behavior that gets me what I want, not the other behavior. Not only do we have to ignore the bad behavior and make sure it never gets reinforced, we need to make sure that we are reinforcing the good behavior. Right? If you were doing something and I said, well, I didn't say anything, I was ignoring the behavior, right? So... Um, let's say you made the bed or you did the dishes and I never said anything about you doing the dishes because I didn't want you to do the dishes I wanted to do them, let's say. Now I could do that. I could just ignore the bad behavior in this case or I can reward you for putting your dish in and walking away. And I'd go, oh, thank you. I really wanted to do the dishes. And as long as you didn't think I was being condescending or uh, sarcastic, then you would go, oh, he likes doing the dishes, right? This is a weird way to manipulate people to want you to do dishes. But point being, we can train our dogs as long as we ignore the bad behavior, but really, really strongly reinforce what we do like. Get out there, get training, stop your dog from eating off the counter. <laughs>